0: What makes the good life, the good life? This podcast is on a mission to find out. Join us for the third season of exploring the best voices and stories the heartland has to offer. Venture to all four corners of York County, because when it comes to quality of life, it's all about keeping it local. Brought to you by the York County Development Corporation, this is 17 County, Season 3.
1: Thank you for joining us today be sure to like subscribe and review our podcast doing so uh, helps grow our podcast and we certainly appreciate that help from from our listeners and everyone Um, so today we are joined by a McCool Junction native Uh, this person's family went 54 years straight until just recently when uh, their last member graduated Uh, 54 years straight with a member enrolled uh, in the McCool Junction public school system Uh, He has been blessed with the opportunity to serve on the local school board, uh, working on a variety of projects. He is also one of the orchestrators, uh, the beginning organizers of the Evening with Stars event that takes place in uh, uh, McCool Junction. Uh, Ron has also been a great ambassador for the community of McCool Junction, and I am very thankful he's found time to join us today. So I welcome Ron to the show. Welcome Ron. Thank you. Perfect. Uh, so the first thing I have here is kind of a fun little uh, question, uh, it talks about being trapped on a desert island, so if you were stuck on a desert island, what three things do you think you would have to have with you to kind of survive, or stay sane, or, or
2: whatever? Uh, Water, Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would think would be uh, one of the obvious things you'd need. I'd take my wife with me, but then it would leave me not taking the other necessity things that I need. <laughs> Uh, probably a ammunition and a rifle, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and probably the Bible. There you go. Yeah, yeah.
1: something to yeah. Yep. read and
2: will you know, take my mind off
1: of where you're at, where I'm at, and your yeah. situation and everything yep. like that. Definitely, so yeah. I think you could sur- probably survive or at least have a good shot with those I, those I, things. I guess I'd try it that way. So. so certainly, certainly, yeah. So we'll jump right in here. Um, you know, talk to me a little bit about you know growing up in uh, McCool. Tell me a little bit about what your parents did and maybe what you were kind of involved with uh, growing up.
2: Well, my my dad was a lifelong farmer. His dad was a farmer. Then, of course, he went off to the service and came back and and farmed after he got out of was World War II he was in. And there were seven siblings. We grew up on uh, southeast of McCool there a little ways. And, my sister lives on the home place yet. Are most of
1: most of your siblings still around in the yep, area?
2: Yep. That's kinda uh, nice. Yeah. I have in fact uh, I have two brothers that one lives in Lincoln, one lives just east of Lincoln. hmm And then I have uh, let's see a brother, two sisters. Actually two brothers, two sisters that live in the McCool area. The so Junction area. Cool. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. It's yeah. nice to have you know. We're all in the
2: area. All uh, None of us are very professional, you might say, but with big top college degrees or anything, but, uh, No, yeah, you, you so, do your part, yeah, yeah. around in the community. And, uh, I guess that's about it. And then I, I grew up, uh, always wanted to be a pilot. And After I got out of high school, I got my pilot's license and went on and became a crop duster, crop, uh, working from a cool air service for about 30 years, and then, then I got a little bit larger into farming, so I kind of had to give that up. Mm-hmm. How'd you get into aviation? Did you Just have like always, a, just ever since I was a kid. Sitting outside watching yep, the planes go by? watching the spray planes go by, and I'd take my bicycle and ride up to the field and watch them spraying, and and then my dad was a pilot, and my uncle was a pilot. Uh, in fact, my uncle flew off an aircraft carrier in World War II, and my dad was on the B-29, and I don't know, it was, I guess— in my blood, I guess. No uh, doubt. Yeah, that's so. a
1: that's really cool. Um, your uncle and your grandpa served in the military. Anybody other family uh, members? Just
2: my my granddad didn't, yeah. but uh, my dad, and my your uncle dad, did. Your yeah. Uncle yeah. did. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Uh, so,
1: what, were you involved in any activities then growing up in the McCool area? Uh,
2: just regular sports, you know, McCool being a small school, you could participate in all of them. And I did a, a football track and basketball.
1: Did the sweep, all, yep.
2: Up, all through my high school years. And I don't know how much you want me to tell about my life, but I then met my wife. She was a, a school teacher there for about a year driving back and forth from Lincoln, and I never never knew her, but um, then I'd have, I would met her then after she taught their year. And and so, uh, she's still a school teacher there. So she's starting her forty fourth year this well, this fall. So she's
1: getting close to probably one of well, these she, next few are going to be yeah, one of the last was, ones. She was
2: wanting to thought about retiring, but I guess she's going to go one more year. I guess
1: it'd be tough to go out this year, yeah. you know. It'd, it'd be <laughs> kind of a sour way to kind yeah. of leave
2: everything. So so, and then of course our we four kids and we raised them and went through school and and. Uh,
1: are they they all pretty involved in a lot of different things.
2: Yeah, my uh, my son farms with me. He's the oldest, and I have a daughter that's uh, a Spanish teacher at Bellevue East, and then another daughter that uh, is an accountant in Omaha, works for Verizon Media, and uh, and my last my youngest daughter she's a secretary at school and right now working on her teaching degree online, so hoping to get her teaching degree here soon. So
1: grandkids then or anything? Yeah, like I got that? 12
2: 12 grandkids. Okay, so. so I'm sure they keep you busy yep. too when they yep. come visit. Yep. They probably enjoy that. I think four the six of them are close by and the other six are Omaha, Bellevue areas. So. Mm-hmm.
1: And so your kids were they involved in all different yep. sports then too? Yeah. They were involved in Same everything thing. also. That's Yep. That's kind it's kind of a nice benefit of yeah. being in that small yeah. communities where yeah, you're that able is. to do yep. A little bit of everything did they do much of 4h then as well Were no much of that just
2: never really got into that mm-hmm. uh, mainly worked around the farm you know when they was growing up we we'd be out roguing soybeans of course now you don't do that with the roundup and all the other chemicals now but we just had them work on the farm as they grew up so yeah that was good work i used so got so got a work ethic out of it
1: certainly yeah i used to rogue uh, i rode to the seed corn oh, the yeah. area like that and that yeah. was always a, a chore and a yeah. lot of fun and mm-hmm. like you said yeah it's that work ethic that you learned from you know that accountability that show it because it's not I mean anyone can do the work it's really right. not you don't have to be the most you don't have to be a rocket surgeon nope. to figure out that nope. kind of stuff and but so
2: it was good that they They, I think they appreciate you know back then when they were when they had to do stuff they like any kid kind of complained you know <laughs> yep, yeah yeah but I think today now they appreciate that they had that work ethic because they. They've all done well.
1: Yeah, and I think we learn that a lot as we get out and explore, and yeah. we learn how fortunate we are here yeah. in the Midwest. So you yeah. know, learn that because some other people don't learn that until right. much later in life. Right.
2: And so, right. so you talked about your wife being a teacher there. For what does she teach? Uh, uh, she, she used to teach K through 12 art, mm-hmm. and then back in the 90s, they had to, with budget cuts back then they cut the elementary art program. So then in order to keep her job, she had to go back to school and get her um, media.
1: Oh, media specialties, yeah, I guess, yeah. It,
2: but, which took a lot of credit hours, I guess, to check out a book. I always kid her about it. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, she's, so now she's half-time librarian, half-time junior high through high school art, and uh, then has a yearbook. Although this last year, she thinks maybe it's going to be her last year, She's won't be having the yearbook and and uh, I think she just has the high school art this year now. Mm-hmm. So.
1: be that yeah, yearbook could be quite a bit to keep. Yeah, it's been a lot of work. Yeah, it's, between it's, getting all the sponsorships and making sure that your you orders know, come in. Yeah,
2: and, yeah, <laughs> it it it's a lot of work. And when everybody else is gone at the end of the year, she's still spending time finishing yeah, up the yearbook, trying to collect. Yeah, trying to in collect fact, payments. She still and, gotta finish it because of graduation we're having our graduation. You can finally on Saturday, get you can finally so. get
1: pictures in. Yeah. yeah. So. And that's exciting cuz I just talked to Steve Gherkin um, a couple like last week and he was excited and looking forward to yeah. you know their graduation yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. So certainly that's great to see. Great to see. Um, so talk to me a little bit about your beginnings of volunteering. How did you kind of find yourself and was that you know, did you do much volunteering when you or did you do much youth group stuff when you no, were a kid? I, or how did you
2: I guess it just no, I really don't know how it come about, really. Just kinda of natural. Maybe my my mother is really big in the in the school. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was she served on the school board for twenty five years. And she was always big into local control and trying to keep the small schools. In fact she headed up an organization back in the sixties and seventies. Uh, which she was involved with some people out of Lincoln also that was called the Nebraska School Improvement Association back then. and it was a it was an organization of small schools. Um, I think it was class two, three, one two, and threes I believe. and uh, and then I don't know. then my brother of course then she got out of school and then got off the board and then wasn't a few years later. my brother run for the school board and he served a couple terms and and then I got involved. And in, uh, when
1: was your first term on? Uh,
2: it would have been about, let's see, 18 years ago. So I've been on. 2002.
1: I was wondering if it was 1998 or 2002. I couldn't remember no. the article.
2: Yeah, I got on about 2002, I believe it was. And then, uh, and then just you know, always been interested in keeping the school and in the community as you know as long as they possibly can. Of course, like our superintendent says, you know, the stroke of a pen the uh, the Governor can shut us down any time, or the legislature, you know. So we—it's always been a fight to keep the small schools, and and, every, and everybody's went through that.
1: Because you mm-hmm. you've gone through consolidation, like talks, quite but a few. I mean, I remember back in like '04. I think there was or '06. Yeah, there was. A, there was consolidation. Time,
2: yeah, and how? I think how my mother became so involved. And it was back in 1967 when Centennial uh, consolidated. And she had people come to her and said, you know, we need to, we need to look at going, you know, we don't want to be left out in the cold, you know, not you know, all these other schools start to consolidate, you know, this and that. And
1: you not get a choice, yeah. Right.
2: And she's and she kept saying we don't have to go anywhere, you know, and we're strong got, enough where we are. Yeah, and right. She, and she fought with it and fought against some, you know, but now then people kind of, you know, and I always kind of give her credit to it because she. She uh, stuck to it, and then uh, end up getting support. And, and and there was a time back in 2000, like you said, I believe it's 2004, and there was talk of co-op in and sports. And so they kind of took a survey at the kids in high school and said, "Do you want to co-op your sports, or do you want to, you know, play on your own and maybe get the snot beat out?" Of, you know, <laughs> yeah, be realistic, you know? yeah, yeah. And they said, "No, we'd rather, we'd rather." stay here and
1: be my things and do us and then, beat yeah you know then try and co-op and lose our yeah, our, yeah. our school spirit yeah
2: yeah, yeah. we kind of did a with and I, I mentioned Paul Underwood him and I was involved in the um, cool community improvement we did some public relations you know um, you know having people take a look at our school we did have some of that and our, our schools grown and then we, we uh, were fortunate that we got uh, Great superintendent come in about 2004 when things were kind of I don't know down in the you might say the low part of the uh, of our time frame and mm-hmm. and uh, he came in and kind of turned things around. And...
1: Yeah, I was reading. Yeah, he turned. You know, at one point, you know, enrollment was up 74. percent I think that was in like 2016, so mm-hmm. or sooner. And so, yeah. I mean, yeah, the schools, you know, yeah. certainly and he came a, back.
2: And he's done a great job. He,
1: and it takes a team effort with yeah, that too. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. him and you know Dave I mean, we and were, everyone.
2: We were all. I always like to say we had all the troops there. We just needed a good commander,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: and he came in and was done. A, done a tremendous
1: job. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see, you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, Dr. Cogswell is retiring and yeah, everything like I know. that, but um, I'm looking forward to, yeah, whoever, you know, steps in, yeah. you know, they're obviously going to have big shoes to fill right. yep. and things like that, but I think whoever comes into that job is, is going to know they're going to have big shoes to fill, so I think they're going to you're going to end up with a, a great yeah. candidate. And he's been
2: so positive, I mm-hmm. mean, that's, that's the, you know, he just... I don't see how sometimes he keeps his positive attitude. Cause yeah. It's, it's tough when you deal with kids and parents and all the other stuff, you know. It'd be legislature, really easy. You know?
1: It'd be really easy for him it's to be. It's a tough job. Yeah. It'd be really easy for him to yeah. just be a, a downer, you mm-hmm. know, quite a bit. And But yeah, like you said. And you know, I
2: think part of it, you know, people don't realize what he goes through. I mean, or any superintendent, for that matter of fact. And, you know, they don't. You know, they think maybe they sit in their office, but he's he's one that's involved. I w- I would call him a, a working superintendent. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know my my daughter teaches in a, a larger school district there in Bellevue East, and, and the teachers they never see their superintendent. Mm-hmm. They're they're downtown somewhere. You know, out
1: of the buildings. Out of the
2: buildings, and, mm-hmm. and uh, he's not that way. He's he's there and involved.
1: I think it's very important to have that that face around yeah. um, and everything
2: like yeah. that. You know, because. Very high moral, mm-hmm. you know, good character, you know, just...
1: I think it boosts everyone's morale yeah, when they see yeah. your super... When you see the leader yeah. amongst the troops, like you're saying, you know, it, it yeah. really boosts everyone's morale, you know, that oh, you know, without he's a doubt. with us
2: without a doubt. through and through.
1: Yeah. And so I think, you know, Very awesome. Positive.
2: Yeah.
1: Definitely. So you talked a little bit about one of the projects you worked on. Um, tell me a little bit more about some of the other projects. I know um, you had... Um, that uh, side building. Talk to me a little bit about that uh, auxiliary building with the school kind of Well,
2: building. I'll go back a little bit. Back yeah, in, yeah. in uh, around 2002, I believe it was, just before I got on the board. And Paul Underwood kind of led up that, that uh, deal. But we, we, we did all put a hard surface track in and, and we helped fundraise off of that thing. And, and all that was done with uh, pledges and, and uh, fundraising. Uh, I know our first auction we held down at the gymnasium there. And that's that evening with the stars you're talking about, right? But back then we it didn't, wasn't it probably wasn't, no, it was just a fundraiser for the track, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. And we held it at the gymnasium, had an auctioneer come out and sold all kinds of things. Got uh, got stuff donated, and then uh, eventually paid the track off. And then in 2006, I believe it was, we started the. We, High school and and library because of the old building everything was in there was and, and the class sizes were growing so anyway we started a project there and 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 did fundraising and pledges from alumni and and all over you know all over the country some of the people lived out you know out of the, United, or out of the state of Nebraska they were graduates though probably. graduates and mm-hmm. uh, got donated anyway then started doing fundraising and. Uh, in 2007, I believe was our first one, or 2006. I'm not. I have to go back and look. But anyway, raised. Uh, we we built that building. It's about 550 some thousand dollars we raised, and uh, and Paul Underwood and I were the project managers on it. Went out and got the bids for the heating, air, for electrical and plumbing and and drywall and cement and all that, and got that project done and then paid off and then. A few years ago we started up then on the elementary building to add a, let's see, it was 4th, 5th, and 6th, I believe, that we added. And uh, we had some issues of probably was going to be honest as far as uh, handicap accessibility was one of the reasons we looked at that. Anyway, did that project and, and we paid that off recently and, and then uh, now we're starting on an office project right now what and what's that an office project just renovating the the... no we're we're putting secretary superintendent and used to be kind of down in the in the main old building downstairs a little bit
1: i remember you walked in those main doors and then you went down a little bit Mm -hmm. and then there's the secretaries and dade's office and it was all right you're so you're going to move that so
2: yep. so we're going to have that all out front for several reasons one's for safety Mm -hmm. you know with all the
1: Everything going on. I mean, I'm sure there's on, like and, uh, yeah. doors need yeah. to be locked and things like that. And then that. some
2: people, you know, weren't physically able to go down the steps. Mm-hmm. We had a, a few cases like that, so uh, this will all be on one level and, and handicap accessibility with some restrooms. So you'll that. be
1: building a new office space kind of yep. out. Uh, so we've
2: got that project underway right now, so they're they just getting that framed in now at this oh, time. Oh, cool.
1: So right. so right now down in McCool, that's all yeah. getting framed up. So. Cool
2: and we're gonna do part of it with tax dollars and part of it with fundraising, so.
1: Great, great. And so you've been involved a little bit with the Evening with the Stars. Yep. So talk to me a little bit about, obviously I think this auction event that you had was maybe like a precursor to like, hey, yep. this is a good idea, kind of how did it kind of, kind of unfold so from there? So then
2: we, when we started the building, what we call the Learning Center across the street from the main building, uh, we started fundraising there, I think our first one was was this in 2006, and it was uh, right around uh, Veterans Day. And uh, had a pretty good, pretty good turnout then. But <laughs> the ironic thing was, the first year, all we did was uh, we worked with Cornerstone on it, uh, borrowing the money. And, and uh, our first year, all we did was pay the interest on it. So we kind of was able to eventually get that negotiated down to where the school pledged money. And then uh, Paul Underwood and I signed a note at the bank, I think it was for three hundred fifty thousand, uh, and guaranteed it. And mm-hmm. so I, I kind of joked with Paul. I said, "We'll have some nice offices here if the school <laughs> defaults on it." <laughs> but so we got that up and going, and and uh, every year then it, it just kind of kept growing and growing and growing and. The last several years, we've raised uh, anywhere from seventy to eighty thousand dollars a year, then off of fundraising. That's so, incredible. So what, how much did you raise that first year? Would you say I think it was around twenty seven thousand because we had uh, I think we were paying eight percent interest and and our note was three hundred and fifty and. And so you can imagine, it's yeah, you know, it's just about interest all we pay. And what,
1: and that, that money that you used the note for was that used to like purchase all the different raffle
2: items, or how, what was that, or was that to just uh, offset no, costs? The, no, it was the cost of the building. The cost we had, of the building what got what it had left on it. Got right. it. Got after it. our pledges and donations. So that's how the money. So made. we had the three hundred fifty thousand dollar note down there, and uh, and then Paul and I uh, co-signed on the thing or signed pledges to. Pay it off if something happened. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) or guaranteed it, I guess you might say. But then, Mm -hmm. then, uh, then we kind of negotiated our interest rate down, and then, then now, then a few years later, we was able to pledge, tax, pledge a CD from the school, uh, to the bank, and then eventually got it paid off. So
1: okay, that makes sense. So describe this evening to the stars event for people that are maybe a little unfamiliar with it. It's really a lot of fun.
2: People, I mean. Well, we'd send out letters. My wife was involved in that too. Send out letters to businesses, you know, if they wanted to buy a table for eight or 10, whatever it was, so people would buy, um, I think now we get, I believe it's $40 per person. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Or you can buy, you know, if you want to buy a table of 10 or a table of eight. And we just go out and get a lot of donations uh, from businesses and donate all the way from, might be jewelry. Mm-hmm. To items as large as gun safes, local people, along with some of the businesses, would donate maybe a, a chainsaw, mm-hmm. you might say, mm-hmm. or, or anything that will sell, you know. And then we have some uh, seed different seed companies that will donate seed. What we try to do is have something for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I kind of one time it used to kind of be just farmer type stuff you might say so
1: like the seed and the spray right. and fertilizer right. and things like that yeah
2: right now but now we and then we have a silent auction and it usually i think last year we started around three thirty, and then we we have it on stone creek event center and then they open it up and then we one year we had to cancel it because of uh, in fact last year we had to move it because of basketball tournaments and then the one year we had a snowstorm the year before that we had a snowstorm on a Saturday so we moved it to the next day we had a blizzard that Mm -hmm. Saturday so moved the next day and it worked out great we people still showed up on Sunday afternoon and had great success with it so Green Realty comes down and and Ross uh, Roni donates his time auctioning so brings a few of his people with him and they do the clerking and, and so we have a Good time for everybody. Everybody looks forward to it every year. So
1: this was my first year that I uh, have gotten gone, So I grew up here in York. Or oh, you did?
2: Yep. You have attended it.
1: Yep. So I oh, went. Okay. I went last year. Last year was my very first yep. year, and yeah, I, I had a blast. Right. Yeah, was, like you said, there are there are items for everyone. Yeah, I don't consider myself a big spender by any right. means, but there were a couple items that yeah, yep. I, you know, I put put a bid on and tried yep. to get, but. It was a lot of fun. Like you said, the atmosphere is a lot of fun. Just yeah. everyone there and you know, it's a great spirits, you know. Right. And it
2: is. I mean, people look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Just...
1: And it's fun to watch the auctioning kind of get in there cuz you know, at some point it becomes, you know, I just want to win type right. thing with some items right. and, and things like some friendly, you know, bidding and things like that in, you know, and, and, and so it's it's a some, blast.
2: Yeah, some people I even had my brother run me up on some because he knew <laughs> I was bidding on it just to run me up on some things, and, and that happens too sometimes. But you know, there's—I'm sure there's things people overpay for, but they don't look at it as—it's
1: a donation, right? Yep, yep. Right. They it, know where it's going. It's mm-hmm. contributions. So. Yeah, they'll 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 happily play 50 yeah. percent more if yep. they know it's yep. gonna it's yep. gonna help benefit something in the long run. Yeah. So yeah. no, that's awesome. That's yeah. We're here in York. We're trying to get some sort of fun. I'm on our. Uh, Public Schools Foundation Board, okay. and so we're trying to start kind of a fun event. We have our Luck of the Draw event that we've started. We've had that for the last two years. We didn't get to have it this year because right. of everything going on, but um, we're hoping to get that started back up, and it's a fun little
2: raffle we do. You know, it gets community involved. It does. You know, and, and that's what's great about it because they just really look forward to it. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, we serve a prime rib. I think last year we did a prime rib. Mm-hmm. Uh, carrie's restaurant uh, caters it really gets people involved
1: oh yeah i saw everyone there i mean (laughs) (laughs) i saw a lot of york high grads there that i was like hey we need to get you at (laughs) our event
2: (laughs) so yeah no it was was... and we're getting some young kids you know and And that's what i was yeah it was good to see that too you know we have some young i know paul and i both said you know we've said that before we need to let someone else take over, you know, because mm-hmm. it. Uh, we, and we do have some young families in McCool there that are great families that I think could take over in a minute and and do a great job.
1: Yeah, it'll, it, it, you'll find your way. Yeah, there'll yeah. be someone that wants yeah. to take it over, and yeah. you'll find your way. Like, yep. take yep. it. Yep, yeah. <laughs> I'm we'll tired still, of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still show up. I'll buy tickets. Yep. Uh, yep. I'll get yep. I'll get run up on some items, and yeah, it'll be a good time for everyone. Yeah. Certainly. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, life, you know, what makes, you know, in your words, talk to me about what is great about McCool, what makes McCool kind of unique and special, um, just from your time living there.
2: It's always seemed to be kind of a close knit community to some extent. I mean, you always got your naysayers, nowhere, everywhere, where where you're at, you know, and, uh, small community, uh, it's a clean looking community and it, it, uh, there's new houses being built. Uh, we've got some storage rentals up there. We've had a couple business. Uh, oh, Schlagermilch, this Don Rich machine come in there and build a yeah, Corey, Schlager nice Schlagermilch, Schlage yeah. Schlage and we have Dawson Electric up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the racetrack. Uh, I'm not a huge racetrack fan, but uh, but there's that draws some people, and,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and of course we have carries there, and, and now we have a, a new daycare that opened up down downtown Main Street.
1: And that's always important to the community to mm-hmm. have something mm-hmm. like
2: that. Uh, Connor White. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, and I think part of it too, you know, it seems like once you lose your school out of the community, it, it tends to kind of, I don't know if it goes flat or go. It kind not, of sucks not, some not, life out of the community. Yeah, it doesn't really die, but it just, yeah, it does. It kind of seems like it just sucks life out. And it's, and I think that's why it's important if we continue to keep it as long as we can. That's you know, certainly so. important.
1: And I didn't, I mean, that was something I was just thinking about before this interview. I was you know, growing up, went to what was a York grad. Mm-hmm. I was even graduating afterwards. I always thought I was like, God, it would be so much easier. And this was just be being a young, ignorant 18 year old, like so much easier. if You know, McCool just consolidated with York. Yep. Kids came up here. It'd be easy. We could even turn it into an elementary school down there. Yep. They could still have an elementary school. And then, you know, I get into my position now and I realize yeah, how much of a, wow. you know, of a, a community pride having a ten, yeah, having a school
2: is It is. it, it really is because you, you know you have uh, some communities once they lose a school it just seems like they kind of kind of die to some extent it's know? that first and I know it's tough linchpin of yeah, it's, yeah, I know it's tough because of population and stuff to keep schools going in some of the rural areas you know but main thing if they were just out. <laughs> or my superintendent or superintendent is all like we said, if, you know, if the, if the legislature just let us alone, let us educate our kids, you know, we'll be great.
1: We uh, would be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: With no matter what size school yard, some extent. Yeah. I, uh,
1: totally agree. I think it's, yeah, sometimes there's this one side or one shoe fits all type yeah. approach that some people like to take just doesn't, you know, it doesn't apply.
2: Yeah, and it's, you know, uh, York's, I'm sure, got a great school up here, you know, and, and nothing to say bad about them, but it, it's kind of a competitive thing, too, you know. Mm-hmm. McCool maybe doesn't fit everybody, Exa- Yeah. you know, as as far as uh, York doesn't fit, fit everybody, you know? I so mean, some people a, prefer those smaller class right, sizes. I think right. those
1: smaller, I mean, just like, you know, large colleges versus small colleges. Right. I mean, and, I think. Each to their Each to their, each their own. own, exactly. You know, and a
2: daughter went to the university down there. And, hated it. Mm-hmm. She, then she ended up going to Westland and loved it there. Yeah.
1: So. same Exact same town. You know? <laughs> it's just it's just yeah. the class sizes yeah. and the numbers. Just, yeah.
2: She just felt like she got more attention there, but not to say, and I'm not comparing that to...
1: No, it, it's know, not the same, the, same in, a, yeah. in a high school level, high but, school yeah. level but yeah. High Definitely. I mean, to each their own, exactly, and I'm glad we have that choice within yeah. our district and within yeah. our county yeah. to go. You know if you live in New York you can go to McCool right. and, and vice, vice versa, versa you, you know it's it's great to have that that yeah. freedom of mobility that yeah. way definitely so cool we'll jump into our last little round out here um, we have some rapid-fire questions okay. I have for you uh, these are just some kind of fun questions for you um, first one in here is uh, favorite restaurant is there a favorite restaurant that you have within you know York County something that you like to go to you know regularly whether that's I mean, probably carries, but yeah, I carry, mean, carries
2: serves great food, you know. And I love chances are. I've always loved chances are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've always had good food, and carries does too. So I'd, I'd probably put them, you know, there together.
1: Yeah, right at the top there. Yeah, perfect. But, yeah. Uh,
2: as far as in the county, and then we get out of the county. Then there's I got favorite restaurants in Lincoln too. Which, what so.
1: would be your go-to in Lincoln? Oh, one of
2: them's Outback. I love Outback.
1: Yeah, just a big. I'm a big yeah, Outback person. Yeah. I like when the bread they bring out. Oh yeah, uh, and
2: I, Red Lobster. You know. Texas Roadhouse. I yep. like their cinnamon butter anytime oh, I can get over it. to Grand another Island.
1: Love, I love one. getting under those. Certainly. Um, so what'd you, uh, So, Ford Bronco recently came out. Any opinions on the Ford Bronco that came out just last week?
2: Nope. Don't know what it looks like. <laughs> <I> don't, <laughs> don't care. I've never been a Ford person, so I don't know. Don't know, don't no, care. But I did hear a little bit about it, but I, outside, of, outside of that, I can't even give you a...
1: Can't, an idea of what, but,
2: a, yeah, can't give me an idea on it.
1: <laughs> perfect, perfect. So, <laughs> Favorite meal, uh, whether it's a home cooked meal or is there a meal in the area that you like to have or there's a
2: staple? Probably a steak.
1: Just a plain old steak potatoes or yep. steak and. Yeah,
2: probably, probably steak and then uh, I love tuna fish and noodles. Okay. So that's another one of my. Yeah. But And fried chicken, I guess you'd say those. But probably a steak steak dinner if I had the right yeah, choice. choice, yeah.
1: Perfect. Uh favorite memory in York County. Is there like a memory that stands out whether it's a, a certain one memory or maybe a series of memories? Um you know, what's something that kinda of stands out in your mind, you know, as you've you know spent throughout the time all the
2: here? years?
1: All the years, yeah. Whenever however you wanna do it. You know, if there's something that came to mind instantly, you can use that or whatever you think, you know.
2: Probably one of the biggest memories. I mean, of course, there's a lots of. I <laughs> you know, I remember the loft. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I met my wife out here. That's way. That's be- that red barn out there. Yeah, ain't it? Way yeah. before your time. Yeah,
1: I've heard stories of that place yeah. though. Yeah. Uh,
2: that was always a great memory, and probably learning to fly off the York Airport. Don Bear mm-hmm. was another memory when I was 18 years old.
1: I'm sure that first time yourself up yeah. in the air is. and
2: so that, you know, those two things are probably, if I had to just, a uh, thing stick out in my memory, that would be uh, the loft out there. It was a great time for for kids, uh, you know, in that 21 to 35-year-old range, you know, and, and I always said it's kind of sad nowadays because there's not a place like that for kids really to go to. I mean, there was kids come from all over, you know, Seward County, Hamilton County, mm-hmm. York, Fillmore County. I mean, you met people. Just it was a great place for kids, and it's too bad there isn't something like that around here today.
1: Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, for, yeah,
2: for the younger generation.
1: Certainly, yeah. I mean, yeah. I know up in um, by uh, Polk, there's uh, um, that brewery up there. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's Ord, or, or I can't remember what it is, but it's up, up there by uh, Polk, I think. I can't remember what the name of the town is. Anyways, but yeah, it'd be nice to have like a brewery or something. Well, just just, some, or some, sort
2: some place for the kids to go and, and hang out. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's what was great about the loft, because I graduated in 73, and I think that place opened up uh, probably in about 77, maybe. So it was just a great place.
0: Yeah, Ordville's
1: got the brewery that I can't think okay. of. Yeah, there's a brewery up there in Ordville. Okay. But yeah, um, something like that would be sweet. So something else that happened over quarantine was uh, Tiger King. Did you happen to get a catch anything no. on that? You or? know,
2: I'd, I'd hear people talk about it on the news, on the radio and stuff, and I never saw it, never, never, I don't didn't get involved. Really. Wasn't an
1: itch that you needed to scratch or anything? Well,
2: I, <laughs> I mean, I, and I should go see what it is all about someday, but... I whenever almost,
1: you have yeah some a lot of downtime yeah maybe give it a check I'll, out i'll have to it's it's, I, it's an heard, interesting that's
2: what i've heard it's a it's a car
1: crash in action that you just can't look away yeah, and it's just it's, it's very I'll interesting
2: have, I'll have to, I'll have to you didn't
1: you don't think those people exist until you watch this <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um what's a favorite county or local event um that you maybe look forward to every year? Evening of the Stars is probably at the yeah, top. That'd be,
2: yeah, that'd be one. What's
1: uh, kind of another one that's maybe at the top of the list?
2: Probably for myself, uh, probably Husker Harvest Day is a big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I always enjoy going out there and seeing that. Um, went to the State Fair when I was in Grand Island once, and it was okay, I mean it didn't. But I always try to like get out to Husker Harvest Days. And there's also that Lancaster County Advantable uh, indoor, I guess it's one of the largest ones in the nation as far as indoor yeah. agriculture. Stuff. Yeah, I
1: like, Yeah, I like. you know, that's something great about our location. is It's mm. not too far to get to Lincoln right. or get to Grand Island to right. attend any of those events. Right. And then, so, another couple, last segment here uh, is kind of a fun segment where we talk about, like, if there's something fun going on in your life that's making, you know, life easy. I'm calling it What's Making Us Happy. And so, my one that I'm talking about is... Uh, um, I have, uh, uh, my brother will be back in town. Okay. Uh, he lives in Georgia um, for the last like, couple years. He hasn't been back in Nebraska since about 2018. Oh, well. And so um, he's gonna be in town for a wedding next month, and okay. so I'm excited to kind of see him him next month. You know, looking forward to that. Um, so what's something kind of going on in your life that's well, making always, you happy right now? I
2: always enjoy having the kids, grandkids come back, you know, especially the ones in Omaha. Because we don't get to see them too often, but always enjoy that. And another thing I always enjoy is getting up and flying.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, uh, I still have a private airplane that I fly, and I have a friend out west. I've been threatening to go out, fly out, and see <laughs> him yet. Western part of the state. But,
1: That's awesome. Yeah, so, just to kind of get up and yeah, go and take yeah, a look. I it. enjoy that. Being it's, up there is probably real peaceful yeah, and serene. Just, I just and, and yeah, I just love it. Yeah,
2: I don't, I don't fly as much as I'd like to. Let's put it that way. But, no doubt.
1: This you'll probably be up there is, every day if you could. Yeah, <laughs> this
2: time of year it's just busy. hmm so. mm-hmm.
1: Certainly. Um, well, thank you for your time today, Ron. Um, it's, I appreciate your time today, sitting down and and speaking with us. So um, the last thing we have is uh, final thoughts. Uh, you get to close out the show however you want. If there's anything you want to leave us with, some words of wisdom, or if there's a quote, or if there's anything you just want to promote, anything like that, you know, feel free to just say whatever you want. Um, the floor is yours to promote whatever you whatever you want
2: I hope life gets back to normal <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm with you there I'm with you I can't wait for normal to uh, to be back
2: oh I, yeah so I, it makes you appreciate what we had before all this you know, started certainly, with, with certainly everything going on Just,
1: yeah this has been a nightmare it Is I have been done it has felt simultaneously like yesterday was April 3rd, but it also feels like, you know, yesterday it, it's been five years these last, uh, you know, three or four months, however it's yeah. been. It's just, been and I
2: just feel so bad for businesses that have had to shut down
1: <clears throat>
2: because, uh, I mean, I really, really feel for them because
1: the, the tourism, hospitality, restaurant really took yeah, a big hit. It,
2: you know, some of the people they won't come back, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel bad for them because I, I just look at it as if I was sitting in their shoes, you know. You have your business and it'd be like with me and with as a grain farmer, you know, not being able to sell my my crop.
0: Mhm.
1: It'd be yeah. like if they, the the co op just all of a sudden closed up and yeah, wasn't taking anything.
2: Yeah, and you couldn't you couldn't do anything with it and just let it sit out there and rot in the field. I mean that's It'd it, be the I worst. Just, yeah. I just and I hate to leave it as a downer like I don't mean to leave it as a downer like that, but I mean you know, I just think I just hope things get back to normal and, and businesses can come back to life and we're resilient
1: people. I think we'll yep. bounce back, especially yep. you know, us here in the in yep. the Midwest and everything. We'll bounce back. We're that's, we're hardy people. That's, I
2: just and I know there's a lot of people think that way too. Just hope we all get back to normal someday. Yeah. Definitely. So
1: we well, Thank I appreciate we it, Ron. Thank you for your time yep. today.
0: Thank you. This is Seventeen County, a new podcast brought to you by the York County Development Corporation in Nebraska. For more information about life and opportunity in the heartland, visit yorkdevco.com. Come grow with us. And if you liked this episode, be sure to rate and review 17 County on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen.